I mean, you really like the blues. Like we like the blues. Blues Zeppelin brings the blues every other Sunday afternoon from 3 to 5 on Radio Raba. Blue Zeppelin features blues, Zydeco, live guests with musicians, writers, poets, comedians. Working hard to make reality less painful. This is the Blue Zeppelin. And I'd like to uh, welcome you to another Blues Zeppelin. This has been a great blues weekend here in Bern, Radio Raba, yesterday uh, having a live remote sendung program from uh, Rudy B. Good Records. And uh, we had great blues musicians there. I want to uh, also thank people here from Radio Raba for making that happen. I want to thank Luca and Danu from uh, Supernova. And I want to send out a special thanks to uh, Rene Lichty, the uh, Techniker, who uh, really made it happen. We had some uh, challenges at the uh, right before broadcast, and uh, he did a great job making sure that the broadcast could take place. Um, one of the bands that played there last night or yesterday afternoon was a uh, Burn blues band called Blues Balls. And uh, they're going to come on and uh, be on the show at a later date. I think the 1st of May they're going to come on here. I'm going to start off the show with a track uh, from uh, their CD, which is a cover of a um, Stevie Ray Vaughan track. But I also want to tell you that we have a very special guest in the house today. Val Linegar is here, the blues professor. And uh, he's brought his National Steel guitar with him. And he's also brought uh, his uh, harmonica. So it's going to be a, a great afternoon of music and discussion. And uh, one of the things that Val and I have in common, we'll talk about this after the first set, is the, the theme of whether or not one can go home. Both of us sort of expatriated to uh, different parts of the world from whence we came and to talk about uh, where we are now and what that means uh, when you try and go back to where you come from. Anyway, let's get the show started. We're going to have a first set, then we're going to come back and have a great uh, afternoon with uh, special guest Val Vinegar. This is the Blues Zeppelin. <laughs> Thank you. 
This is uh, the Blues Zeppelin.
Blue Zeppelin for a, a beautiful Sunday afternoon here in Bern. We opened the uh, show with a, a band that played yesterday, a Bern, a blues band from Bern called Blues Balls, featuring a wonderful guitarist, Jan Bukacek, on guitars. Uh, also, uh, Sasha Yegi on drums and Thomas Elsasser on bass. And they did a wonderful set yesterday as part of the uh, the Rudy B. Good uh, 10-year Jubilaum. And they're going to be guests on the show in uh, May. Terrific stuff. After that, we heard a, a band based out of Austin, Texas, the uh, State Borough Review on Blue Rose Records out of Germany uh, with a track called The Other Side. And that leads us into uh, our very special guest today, Val, Walter Val Linegar is here. He uh, is currently in Switzerland for a few months, coming back from uh, the U.S., making a visit. And uh, Val, welcome to uh, the Blues Zeppelin. Joe Mark, I think we're going to switch to English anytime. Yeah, no problem. Because, you know, really, for all these years I've been gone, I always wanted to do a gig in Switzerland in English. And it has not happened yet. This is the first time. Well... I Isn't that kind of funny? Terrific. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's happened because the, the, the Val and I talked before uh, a, f- a couple of weeks ago to talk about what the theme of the program might be. I should also say Val brought his uh, National Steel guitar with him and uh, and his harp, or harps, I should say. And we wanted to talk about we have something in common. We both left our countries of origin and moved you know, pretty much to a, a brand new place. And whether or not you can actually, after being away for 20, 30 years, in your case, 20 years, in my case, almost 30 years, whether you can really go back home and what that means anymore. And that track we just played uh, is a track from a CD you put out, I think, in the early 90s. Is that right? Mm, Railroad Crossing. And it's called Mm -hmm. Can't Go Home No More. Mm -hmm. Is that really true? Well, you know... I guess when you're not from where you live, people always ask you where you're from, right? So you're always put back to a place where you actually left from. And I do think after years and years of that, your mind kind of develops this duality. I mean, I sometimes think I'm watching myself when I'm in the States. I feel like I have an out-of-body experience. I don't know if you feel the same way that... You know you're in a culture, you live here, you don't even think most of the time whether you want to stay here or go back to where you came from. It's just when somebody asks you, the question surprises you because you have not found an answer. So, you know, people have asked me for a long time, are you going to stay there or are you going to come back here? Um, Do you have a new home? And, you know... You were thinking about the issue of home, and then I went back to the blues. And, I mean, I discovered the blues when I was still at home in Switzerland. And really, what they're talking about is the same thing. You're looking for a home. Now, this might be with a woman, you know, or something like that. But really, if you transcend the images, you get to the same issue. Like, where am I comfortable? Is there a place I'm at rest? I'm at ease? Um... To tell you the truth, I haven't found that yet. Have you? 
Uh, I've actually found it in Bern, I think. I've been mm-hmm. living here almost 30 years uh, in Geneva for a, a, a period of time, then a very long time in Zurich, and I can clearly say that I did not feel at home in Zurich. Mm-hmm. Uh, returned for a brief time to Geneva, and now here in Bern, and I define home as you know where those uh, personal bonds are. And I have mm-hmm. a daughter here, and I, uh, those are my milestones. My milestones are uh, the reference markers for me are relationships. Mm-hmm. And I can say now in Bern here at Radio Rob, I've made a lot of friends here in Bern. Mm-hmm. And uh, because of my daughter and so on, that's how I define home. Mm-hmm. I, You know, in the last few years uh, when people have asked me, and the funny thing is they only ask me in Switzerland. <laughs> they never asked me in South Carolina because I figured they think we're living in God's country to start with over there. So why would you want to leave? But uh, the answer that in the last four to five years has made me the, the I hate that word happiest, but I'm going to use this anyway now is when I say I'm at home where I can speak my mother language. Also that when I can Deutsch und ich verstanden werde, dort bin ich daheim. Dem muss ich nicht alles hinterfragen. If I'm in another place, I always have to question, am I understanding this right or correct, right? Especially in America, even though I've been there, well, I left in 82, so yes, that's been a while too. Um, and I'm teaching English, I'm, you know, I'm still having doubts sometimes. Did I understand that word right when I learned this off the translator, right? And so that is the one thing that um, I find at home when I do not have to second guess everything that I hear or that I say. You brought your guitar with you. Uh, It's a beautiful guitar. Why don't you tell us about that? It's a beautiful national steel. Yeah, I dug it up, man. I hardly ever play it because people are never happy with the way I play it. You know, they always tell me how I should play it. So I figured nobody sees me here. So here's one that may be ties into that topic. Doesn't have a title yet. Thank you. 
hear now my mama told me now my daddy told me to said everybody grins in your face ain't no friend to you I'm gonna move across the deep blue sea I'm gonna move baby now where them bad dreams don't worry me that's uh, really nice untitled Untitled. as you said (laughs) it's like like Picasso tell me a little bit about why you decided to actually moved to the American South? Well, I was curious about America. Um, you know, you weren't here in the 50s and 60s, but there was not much foreign music in the regular radio programming. Now I see you have 15 years of Radio Raube, right? It's an anniversary. Well, this goes a little bit further back to Radio Beromünster. And really, there was no, uh, until the Beatles, really, there was not much rock and music. Before they had maybe the Golden Gate Quartet around Christmas, Mahalia Jackson around Christmas. But whenever I heard American music or English music, I was intrigued by the language and then the music. Then America, you know, in the 60s became this, how should I say, <laughs> we had Leuchtturm, a lighthouse somewhere, right? It, good music came from there. Um, the Olympic Games were dominated by Americans. Uh, an American to me was somebody, was neither black nor white. They just had that flag. And then, you know, in 68, we got a lot of the student unrest here, the 68 Bewegung. And I was just curious about how America was. It just seemed very enigmatic. Everything I studied, I studied from books, uh, movies, you know, and you just kind of put a place together that you think is going to exist. And so after teaching here for a while, 80 years, I think it was, um, I decided I just want to go see what this stuff actually looks like, you know, and I went to America, and I, but I, I did not go with music in mind. The music was just part of, of America. You know, there were the pictures, there, were, there was the country, the distances. So I was lucky that I did not go for one specific thing. I just was in, interested in the country and the culture. And the music came later? Well, the music was there. I mean, I stumbled across the blues, you know, here in Switzerland with the American folk blues festivals and so forth. But it was all records or we saw them on stage. But the music in America is everywhere, right? You, you remember that. Long before here, they had music everywhere, the commercials. Hell, the first time I was in the States in 69, I thought, whoa, Johnny Cash doing a Coke commercial. You know, I'm talking about Coca-Cola. <laughs> but anyway, it was unreal. All of a sudden, you heard these voices, and they were doing commercials. So, you know, I realized that in, in America, the music had a different function than here. So that got me interested in America, basically. You want to play something for us? Sure. 
Val Linegar is my very special guest here, <laughs> along with his national here's steel a, guitar. Here's a song, just to tell you a little something. It's called uh, Five Foot Two, Eyes Are Blue. It's an old Charleston piece. And, I mean, Charleston, South Carolina, that's where it's seemingly this dance got the name from. But let me just tell you this. I usually tell my audience how you learn I remember once playing for a group of civil rights activists, and they were all black. And it was a very, very embarrassing moment. Uh, they were all older people that had done a lot for the community, and I was supposed to go play blues. Now, what the hell do you say? I had nothing to say. So stupid me, I went up there and I played this song, Five Foot Two, Eyes Are Blue, right? And at the end, nobody laughed. And I realized right then and there, man, I should listen to the words and look at the audience. There's nobody with blue eyes, and if they had blue eyes, they were not proud of them. And, you know, this is what has fueled me in my teaching all the time. If you cannot draw the lesson from something you witness in life, no book is going to do you any good. If I read a book and then I tell what I read, man, I'm just a... I don't know what the hell, I'm a preacher. But right then and there, man, I felt like I was going to fall off stage. It was so cold and it was so embarrassing. But I did learn the lesson. Should run into a five foot two or covered in fur, diamond rings and all them things. Bet your life it ain't her, but coochie coo, coochie woo, oh coochie 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 coo. Has anybody seen my guy? Die hat natürlich nie gesungen. Die hat nur mit Melodie gespielt. 
Also habe ich die Lektion nicht gelernt, die zum Lied gehört, wenn man es am falschen Ort singt. Und es gibt einfach Sachen, das muss selber lernen. Und das ist ja der Blues. Also für mich lebt der Blues nicht in dem, dass ich dir kann sagen kann, oder du kannst mir sagen, das ist nicht nichts. Zum Blues gehört das Erlebnis. Und das ist er immer individuell, weißt du. So sehe ich das auch. You're going to be doing some concerts, I hope, while you're here in Switzerland. Not just on the radio. Yeah, see, now I just went back to Bandage. I felt at home. That's good. Thank you for being here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be playing at the uh, Museumsnacht in Bern, right? Uh, on the 18th of March. That's going to be interesting, playing in the House of Parliament. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't know what's nice about it, but I, I'll, I'm in a political position when I'm there. Because <laughs> last time I was in the Bundeshaus, right, it was like probably when I took my ninth grade class that I was teaching back then, Staatskunde, the way the system is put together. That's probably when I took him to visit that that hall. Yeah. Are you playing any gigs in any clubs as well? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't have it in my mind now, but they can go to my website. They should be on my website, bluesbroth.com. Okay. And uh, as things come available, you'll be posting them there yeah. so people find out. Mm-hmm. Now, this this gig you're doing on the 18th of March at the Bundeshaus, mm-hmm. do you know uh, what time that begins and how people can – do they need tickets or just show I up? I have no clue. I, I honest to God. But I'm sure if they if they uh, look Museumsnacht Bern, it's all in there. Uh, okay. I don't know how that works. Um, also, I'm going to be in Milan at the Jazz and Blues Festival. Uh, for a couple of days later on, and I do uh, harmonica workshops, you know. But that—that's on my website. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do you want to play something? Should we play? Should we go to play some CDs? What would you like to do? You want to play the harp? Well, well this um, is uh, your visit, so you yeah, you do what you like. Okay. How about? Uh, I need to practice, man. I got.
puppies and one greyhound. Take all them dog to run my baby down. Yes, takes ten puppies. Lord and one greyhound. Take all them dogs. Run my baby down. Nice. Where did you learn that song? That, uh, Eugene Powell. Uh, he used to live in Greenville, Mississippi, and uh, uh, he was a very interesting man. Uh, he always told me about his daddy. He, oh, he was a bad man, my daddy was. Bad man. Holy pile. Great old white man. I guess the reason they call me Red. You know, and then when he told you that, there was so much in there. His father was a white man. He was red, called him red, skin color. And nobody took him serious in the world of the blues. Why? He wasn't dark enough. And the white world didn't take him serious because he wasn't white enough. And so, you know, once you see all these things, uh, these are things I had read about before I left. But once you see him, and once you, yeah, see him, you're facing them. You, you can't, you know, you can't say, oh, I didn't read that. You were there. Um, you begin to sort of reevaluate a lot of the stuff that you had read before and was basically information and it didn't work. And so I really think I wish more people could have a privilege. And I, I do call this a privilege that... Sooner or later, you can kind of review all the things that we have read, and that it was sold to us as knowledge, and you realize it's not knowledge. It's just damn information. But the only knowledge you have is what the old blues guys always said. It's what you have experienced your life. You know, and I think it's nice to experience that. You're teaching. You're teaching at the University of South Carolina. Mm -hmm. And I assume the what you're teaching you consider to be uh, knowledge and not just information. Yeah, and that sometimes, uh, you know, makes it difficult. Uh, again, I, I feel very privileged that I can pretty much do what I want to do, that I can teach what I want to do. When I look back, you know, I've been doing this since 93. In the beginning, I had a syllabus, actually. <laughs> And I had book lists on there, and, I, and students had to read this stuff, and I checked on it, and I just bored myself, you know, felt like gagging sometimes. Now when I look back, I have no syllabus. I know exactly what we're going to do, but we might do it differently, but I know what is important. Um, I don't teach anymore about the history of the blues. They can read that. You know, today we have the Internet. I mean, hey, don't even have to go to the library. But... I call it now that I try to teach common sense. You know, it's work with what a 20-year-old student brings to the table in his or her life. And let's work with that and see, you know, is that the blues or is it just stupidity or bad luck or, you know. So I, I, I yeah, I do like teaching now. 
but it requires more personalized approach. I mean, you know, you got to you got to give it up. If you got something and you want to work with it, you got to give it up. And do you include the music as part of the teaching experience? And if so, how? Yeah, uh, I usually post them. You know, I on the line I post them ten songs every every week, and I want them to write me a story. Just pick any song that puts your mind in a different place. And it's amazing how many students they just sit there and listen to the lyrics over and over instead of just listen to it once. And if it doesn't talk to you, that song, go to the next one. You know, because a song makes us listen for a variety of reasons. It could be the groove. It could be a single sound you hear, a note, um, the color of a voice, or anything. And it's the song. In the end, that becomes the song. And... Uh, I always encourage students to find a connection somewhere within themselves and whatever they do. Just one connection, you know. And uh, so that's the music, the passive music part. Then the active part is the harmonica. They all have to have a harmonica because I do think at least once make an effort and listen to your breath. Right? The challenge is always play melodies that's frustrating. Just breathing is enough. And, you know, sometimes we're way too ambitious when we meet something new and we give up, right? So, yeah, this is the kind of stuff uh, I wish they could do, but that, it probably takes a few years to be, how should I say, have the guts not to adhere to rhythms. Can add a little rhythm, you know. takes too much discipline you know it does take some then why not frenzy if you do this long enough you'll give out don't give up but if you give out you start to think how could I do this without that's already easier hmm? Basically, just go nuts. That's what I tell my students. Go nuts, and some of them do. And I'm always happy if I have one or two that just go wacko. <laughs> you just went nuts uh, now, and it was uh, very, very enjoyable to not only uh, hear, but I'm very privileged to be here in the studio watching you do this. You go nuts. <laughs> yeah. 
I remember you played at the Alta Moshti uh, last year, the year before. I mm-hmm. think it was last year, and you did a uh, track, a, a a live piece, which was about a train. Yeah, yeah. That's actually that would be on that CD if you want to play that. Oh, I was going to ask you. Oh, that. yeah. Well, you want to do it's a, a little? It's a long that? train, you right. So I can just take a, a little piece of it. Yeah, we got time. We're here we till time. five. We got time. All right. Let's see if I can. You know, but I realized that I, again, I'm lucky because my grandfather was a railroad engineer and so was my dad. So I remember steam engines. And I remember I grew up in Bern, uh, right next to the depot. So to me, trains are, you know, they're just there.
Make me feel like I'm on my last go round.
<laughs> Bravo. That is, uh, you know, Val Linegar didn't know I was going to put him to work here today. No, I did not. On a Sunday. Thank That's you very, very much for doing that. I'm going to give Val uh, a chance to get a glass of water to uh, take a pause. We, I have a track queued up from uh, Cl- the late Clarence Gatemouth Brown. And uh, in fitting with the theme for today about going back home, or can't go back home, or where is home. This is a track, a title track from his CD called Long Way Home. So let's hear that, and we'll come back. This is an extraordinary edition of the Blue Zeppelin. I am very privileged to have Walter Vollidiger here live in studio. This is the Blue Zeppelin on Radio Raba, Berner Cultural Radio.
said it's a long way home Baby, I've got to go It's a long way home Baby, I've got to go to leave here running Ooh, cause walking is much, much too slow
This was uh, a duo that I recorded with uh, Junior Kimbrough on guitar and vocals, and I played the harmonica, and you might have heard the quality is, is not studio. So these are field recordings uh, taken off my CD called Side Meat. Um, Junior Kimbrough, to me, was a fascinating man. He lived in Holly Springs, Mississippi. Um, I lived in Oxford, so I was about 20 miles away from him. And there was something people had coined the Northeast Mississippi sound, right? And today, most people probably are familiar with the North Mississippi All-Stars. I mean, those were, you know, the young guys out of Memphis. But they also have worked together with Burnside, R.L. Burnside and his sons. Now, Junior Kimbrough did not live very far from Burnside. They lived basically in the same county, Marshall County. They will play together. They also have a very similar style. It's a very rhythmic style. But I remember that the fun parts was on the Sundays. You know, I would go up to Junior. And back then, he actually would move out the furniture that he had out of his living room. It was not a juke. Later, he ran a juke. But this was still Sunday afternoons. So the funny thing was, there he was juking, usually by himself, sometimes a drummer. And then after church service, you know, you could see people show up still in their church clothes and that would give them a little taste because he would sell whiskey <laughs> out of his house and uh, there was gambling in the background. So when I saw this, I felt like that's what the books had written about. You know, here it is on a Sunday in their own house. They're selling sandwiches and whiskey and make a little money after church. You know, the preacher didn't get it all. Some people waited for money and gave it to Junior. Who, who were the uh, attendees? Who would come to this? Well, they were all locals. They were all locals from Holly Springs, the ones that wanted to hear some blues after church. Right? Just men or women too? No, there were occasional women, but it was mainly men. You know, um, Some women would be there too, but I would say mainly men. Because you would see in that tradition, you've got to look at sort of the age. Now, they were older than me. Um, and in the deep south, in the country, 
Still, on a Sunday, women usually go to church. You see more women in church than men. Because women still have this appointment, be this given, be this self-chosen, of um, keeping the home clean, raising the kids, being there for the kids. You know, Everybody knows who usually his or her mother is. It's not the same with dad. And so you saw that. You know, it was just a glimpse in an old-timey place. But then once Junior got kind of famous, he got himself a juke, you know, a bigger place, and he would go and play there, and people would come there. But I never went there anymore. It wasn't interesting for me. I wanted to see the sort of the, the, or, the origins, you know, of something. Then another track we might want to play is called Big Boss Man. Now, this is a, this is a song that has been done to death, uh, Jimmy Reed piece. But the reason why I put this on side meat is this. I've played with James Song Thomas for a long time, right, from about 84 to 93. It's almost nine years. He never, ever, I never had a solo, honest to God. The man... And he wasn't a solo player. He just rapped that guitar and sang. So I played the harp. But I never had a damn solo. And I was good with that. You know, some people, they want to play solo. They're leaders. I'm not a leader. I'm not even a follower. I'm just my own damn thing. Just tell me what you want done and let me do it. That's me, right? So, so I was happy to just play around that whole number two on the harmonic the rhythm. So we went to the studio. This is a studio recording uh, done in Clarksdale. And we recorded this big boss man. And for some reason, Son Thomas decided that I would get a harmonica solo. It's the only harmonica solo I've ever played with this man. <laughs> and we've played all these years in Juke. So this is big boss man. I just want to remind you, my very special guest today on the Blues Zeppelin here on... Uh Radio Raba is Walter Vollinegger, and this is really an extraordinary opportunity to hear oral history of the blues. And what I, what struck me as fascinating is someone who was born, grew up in the United States. I'm actually learning about my country of origin, sitting here in a recording in a radio studio in in Bern, speaking with a Swiss, telling me something new that I didn't know about the history of my own country, and I'm very grateful for that. Well, thank you for coming today. Let's go hear that track, and we're going to come back for more discussion. This is an extremely special edition of the Blues Zeppelin. Don't you hear me when I call 
just tall, that's all. Big Boss Man, as a... I'm almost getting homesick, nostalgic, listening to this. And, you know, I wonder if maybe that's part of the blues or places or people that we get nostalgic about. I think sometimes the blues is only after the fact. <laughs> well, anyway, I, you know, I was just sitting here listening to this stuff from Mississippi, and I, I could hear all my curiosity, my naivete that I had, all the stuff that it takes, I think, to immigrate in a place. You know, you got to be curious about the new place. And uh, you mentioned before we listened to this track that uh, that you said you were kind and said, uh, you know, you're learning some stuff about your home country or your country of origin from me as an immigrant into your country as an observer. And I think... It is really good to talk to people that have a similar experience. That's why when we started talking, you mentioned some stuff about Switzerland that you have seen from the outside that I was not aware of. You know, sometimes when we're, I think, part of an organism, be this a culture, we just function within and we kind of feel our way through resistance or around resistance. Coming from the outside, you see it. Right? It's like a camera mm -hmm. that it's focusing on stuff. And I remember we were kind of talking about, you know, you asked me how I felt about America right now. Um, and I told you I find it a very disoriented place. Uh, or at least this is me being disoriented in America. And I'm not sure if that's part, and I want to ask you this, is this part of an immigrant that, in moments when things change, we get disoriented because we lack all that glue that you only get one time when you grow up in a place where you know the ins and outs and you can get kind of a sense of belonging, a sense of knowing how to deal with it. When right. you're coming in from the outside, it stays a rational issue. And when it gets emotional, I don't have the tools. My tools are all Swiss. Right. How is this for you? One of the things that we talked about before the show, we had a short discussion uh, here at Raba before we went on air, is that I made the observation that my, my feeling is that the Swiss have roots. They know, independent of their job, whether they're working you know, as a tram driver or a bank manager, mm -hmm. they still sort of know – you know, where they come from, their Gemeinde or their family history or something like that, their dialect, their mm. something that makes them Swiss or who they are regardless of their, I don't even want to call it economic status. Mm -hmm. The U.S. doesn't have that because everybody except of the, the Native Americans mm -hmm. uh, were, were essentially are there all as immigrants. Mm -hmm. And as the – again, this is my observation mm – -hmm. as the economic opportunity – fades or is not available at the moment, I think th that's the way that many Americans define who they are mm -hmm. through their job, through their university status, what school they went to, uh, and so on, what club they're in, mm -hmm. and, and so on like that. And when those things fade away or, or fall away, they don't really have the kind of wurzeln, the mm -hmm. roots that I think Europeans 
have have had uh, you know for centuries, mm-hmm. and I I think that's part of this disorientation that's mm-hmm. that that you're seeing. Yeah, I think you know. I, I mean, right now I'm going through the fact uh, of having to kind of clean out the house of my mother. You know, she had, I had to put her in a um, care facility for people with dementia, and I'm realizing that I'm looking at this stuff. And I have such a hard time letting go of things because it's so complicated in Switzerland. You've got to pay for every damn thing you throw away, right? And so there are your roots. Divorzum. Right? It's hard to get the sucker out of the ground. And I, I wished I would have to do this in America. Honest to God, this is the, this the God honest truth. I've been, you know, in this country for a few days, and I'm thinking, I wish I was in South Carolina. Because I could just take everything, put it to the curb, put it to the curb with a regular garbage collection, and a truck will come and just remove it. And so sometimes I think it would be nice not to have those roots because you would like to just get away quicker, you know? You would like this to be slicker. So I'm envious, like we talked about this too. I'm, I'm kind of envious of with what ease some Americans can walk away from something traditionally and with what struggle I have to get myself untethered over here, you know. So, yeah, I, I really think being an immigrant, uh, I might want to share this with you. Uh, I've read this a long time ago, and I'm paraphrasing this. It says, an immigrant is always more than one, but he's never two. And I think that's really the truth. Uh, we always have something missing, right? And to me, only now the blues really makes more sense because it becomes now personalized. I, I do know what it means to, to miss something and not have it anymore. Up to this point, you know, I can miss a woman and not have her anymore, but there's other women. Yeah. There's other stuff that you don't get anymore. Yeah. We're going to play some more music, and uh, we're now going to play a, uh, a track from Charlie Musselwhite, a, another great harmonica yeah, he player. Was from Kosciuszko, Mississippi. And uh, this is a track which I also think uh, fits in today with our discussion. It's called Sad and Beautiful World. This is the Blues Zeppelin. <laughs> child is crying it's a sad and beautiful world mama your child is crying it's a sad and beautiful world river towns are tough towns and Memphis sure is one it's no wonder how far I've wandered from my home you can hear it in my voice and you can see it in my eyes going back to that lonely place and rest my soul while oh mama i'm crying a sad and beautiful world mama your child is crying 
ça que je Vom 1. bis zum 15. März kannst du hier Wahnsinnspreise abräumen. Wie zum Beispiel das brandneue Samsung Galaxy A Smartphone mit Touchscreen, WLAN, 5 Megapixel-Kamera und so weiter von Samsung.ca, Rucksack und Reiseköpfe von Takein. Eins von vielen tollen Hasbro-Spielen wie Monopoly Revolution, Tabu XXL oder Google Flash von Hasbro.ch oder es gibt einen Haufen Coop-Gutscheine. Natürlich vom Coop. Mehr Infos zum Wettbewerb unter www.rab.ch. 5.6 Yeah, baby!
J.J. Gray and Mofro from uh, a uh, new release on Alligator Records, 40-year collection of Alligator Records. The track is wonderful, and it's called The Sun is Shining Down. Before that, Charlie Musselwhite with A Sad and Beautiful World. 
This is uh, continuing a wonderful Blue Zeppelin with my very special guest, Val Linegar. We're going to go back to him quickly. I just want to tell you that Radio Raba is celebrating 15 years of community radio here in Bern. And to celebrate that, we're doing a giveaway. So uh, if you hear the happy birthday jingle, whoever gives me a call first at Null Einadrisk. Drew Hundredrisk, Nunununsk, Nunununsk, 031-330-9999 will win a good shine from Coop in Wert from 50 Franken, 50 bucks to spend any way you like at Coop, but you cannot call until you hear the jingle. And we're going to go back now to this extraordinary CD from Val Linegar called Side Meat. This is a, a collection you did based on oral histories that uh, you did with many of these blues singers in Mississippi. Right. Um, you know, like I told you, I had been reading all the books, and like everybody does. But then once you get there, I realized that for me, the stories that I heard and collected myself were more important than the books, basically, you know. And so there were a lot of people amongst them, was James Son Thomas or Junior Kimbrough, the ones we've heard. And then there was Etta Baker. And Edda Baker, fortunately, it was one of the first people that I did meet in America. And I mean people as people, real people. And, you know, I learned so much from her. I learned how to cook southern with all the brown sugar, the hot peppers, the lard. And uh, we had a good time together. We played music. We ate. And... She always was curious. I mean, she got to be 94 years old, but she was always curious. That's what impressed me most, I think, her desire to keep learning. And um, this song here is a short one. It's called Careless Love, which is a classic blues song written for uh, Bessie Smith a long time ago by Handy. But, you know... I'm sitting here listening to the music being played, or sometimes I listen on the radio to more modern blues, and I'm an old fart, man. I'm, I don't know these songs. I always play the same old songs that I've heard first. They made an impression. And sometimes I feel kind of bad. You know, in order to make a living, I should produce new stuff. Then again, I go... Certain things you just do because it feels good. And to me, that's what the blues always did. It, it, it creates a moment where people should be feeling good. So this track features Edda Baker yeah. on guitar, you right. on harmonica, and she's singing, I guess, as well. Edda Baker did not sing a lot. She had one or two songs. She sang, but unwillingly. She did not like her voice, and she had her guitar do it. Okay. This is the Blue Zeppelin on an incredibly beautiful blue-skied yeah. Sunday in Bern.
just want to say and thank Mark. This is blues. This is Zeppelin. Just to say, come listen to community radio. You know, they're a part of you, and we care. We couldn't do this where we are, but we do it for you, the people that are right in Burn. This is Robbie, 95.6. But I got to tell you something nice. We stand for the people of the world. And I'd like to thank Mark for giving me some minutes to come in. And this gentleman is sitting here with me, and he got something to say, too. Have no fear. Soul to soul is here. There you go. Appreciate this. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, may I have your attention, please? <lacht> 15 Jahre Radio Rabe, 15 Tage lang gewinnen. Wenn du den Jingle hier hörst, dann uns auf 031 330 99 99 und gewinn einen von vielen tollen Preisen. Wie zum Beispiel das brandneue Samsung Galaxy A Smartphone mit Touchscreen, WLAN, 5 Megapixel Kamera und so weiter von Samsung.ca, Rucksack und Reiseköpfe von Dakeim. Eins von vielen tollen Hasbro-Spielen wie Monopoly Revolution, Tabu XXL oder Google Flash von Hasbro.ch oder es gibt einen Haufen Coop-Gutscheine. Natürlich vom Coop. Mehr Infos zum Wettbewerb unter www.rabe.ch 95.6 This is Walter the Big W-A-L-T. But you know what? We bad. We mean we clean. And this is Mark. And this is Blues like the Zebra. Good God. Touch yourself. Can't touch this.
I want to uh, congratulate our winner, Nicola from Munzingen, who has won uh, the uh, prize, the 50-franc uh, Gutschein for co-op, as part of the Radio Raba 15-year celebration. We're going to come back with more discussion with uh, Walter Valvinegar as the uh, hurricane, as you heard, uh, came, uh, blew through the studio <laughs> and quickly left. This is the Blues Zeppelin. <laughs> Make 
And that's uh, Rick Estrin and the Nightcats. This program's featuring a lot of uh, harmonica players uh, because my special guest here today is Val Linegar. That was uh, Rick Estrin and the Nightcats with a UBU. Before that, another uh, harmonica player, William Clark, with uh, Daddy Pinocchio. And uh, we heard before that J.J. Gray and Mofro with uh, The Sun is Shining Down. We're going to go right back to Val Linegar, but I have a couple of announcements to make. I want to do the uh, Uske tips, what's going on, what's coming up uh, in Bern and the environs. Tonight at the Prager at the Tornhalle, B-flat music has the Amsterdam Klezmer Band. And I saw these guys a a couple of years ago in Amsterdam. I can highly recommend them. Terrific Klezmer music. Start time tonight is at... uh, Halbinuni, 8.30 tonight at uh, the Tornhalle in Bern. And there are some uh, other tips coming up. Uh, at the Mully Hunziker, the Blues Caravan, that's Roof Records Blues Caravan 2011, featuring girls with guitars. And I've been playing uh, some of those tracks on the last couple of uh, Blue Zeppelins. Uh, they'll be at the Mully Hunziker on Saturday, 19th of March. I will be uh, abroad at that time, but I've organized to do an interview with uh, Girls With Guitars on the 16th of March. They're playing at the gallery in Praton, so I'm going to bring that uh, interview to a, as a later date to the Blue Zeppelin. Uh, Dwayne Dopsy and the Hellraisers, New Orleans Zydeco, will be at the Mully Hunziker on Mittwoch, that's Wednesday, the 23rd of March. And Bernard Allison Group, this is to uh, put down in your calendar, will also be at the Mully Hunziker on Friday, the 15th of April. So uh, lots of good music continues to come through Bern. And, uh, you know, it's amazing. This is a small city, and there's wonderful music that passes uh, through all the time. And uh, Val Linegar is continues to be my special guest today. And we're going to talk a little bit about another CD that he put out called Better Day. What was the background behind that? Well, that was basically uh, the first CD that I put out where it's just me. You know, there's one cut on there with Anna Baker and one with a band, but the rest was just my stuff. And, uh, yeah, it was sort of around my divorce time, you know, so... That's when the shallowness of rhetoric really takes over, like, better day. (laughs) So let's hear the track you uh, wanted me to select was called Picked No Cotton. Right. That was basically, you know, an answer to everybody asking me, what is a Swiss person doing in Mississippi playing blues? And on top of this, you're white. So let's hear that. That was my answer. Let's hear that. We'll come back. This is the Blues Zeppelin.
never drove a mule Walk no turning plow Walked a many nights trying to get home somehow Pick no cotton Never pull no corn Wasn't born in Mississippi Raised on no southern farm Believed in having a good time Thought I had it made Reached for the skies Came back down with an empty hand But I picked no cotton Never pulled no corn Born in Mississippi and I One raised on no southern farm Got drunk last night Thought I'd be so cool Woke up this morning Was nothing but a drunken fool Pick no cotton Never pull no corn Wasn't born in Mississippi and I One raised on no southern farm Some good days I felt some pain Saw the catfish tumble Just before the rain Pick no cotton Never pull no corn Wasn't born in Mississippi And I one raised on no southern farm Laid down last night Laughing in my sleep Now my heart's in trouble And my mind is thinking deep But I pick no cotton Never pull no corn Born in 
Mississippian One raised on no southern farm again you better do right or you'll be a lonely man pick no cotton never pull no corn wasn't born in Mississippi and I wasn't raised on no southern farm And that's a wonderful track from Val Linegar on a, a CD, a CD entitled Better Days. Better Days. Better days. And in the uh, six minutes we have remaining, I would like to uh, ask Val to play us a song to go out. This has been a wonderful uh, blues zeppelin. And uh, I also want to remind the listeners before we go to this, if what we're doing here is really unique. And we're a farine. Nobody's do, in it for the money. This is about community radio, and I would ask each and every one of you, if you're not a member of Radio Raba, please consider becoming a member. You can also become a supporter of the Blues Zeppelin, and you can get information about that at uh, www.raba.ch. And to take us out from this wonderful program, Val, what are you, what are you going to do for us with the uh, National Steel? I don't know, but we'll figure something out. Uh, but, you know, first I would like to, to thank you for uh, having given me this opportunity to actually speak English in front of a public audience. You know, it, it's a, I, have a, I find it very amazing that I cannot play a gig here in English. It's not that I have to speak English. I'm just curious what happens when you speak English to other people who also don't have English as their mother language, you know? I'm, I'm always interested in what happens to the mirror when the mirror sees itself. Mm-hmm. It's almost like money matter. And before you play, I want to remind everyone, it's the 18th of March. You're going to be playing at the uh, Museum Nacht here yeah, in Bern. Yeah, Nationalratsau, Parlamentsgebäude. So uh, check it out, and uh, Val will be there, and he'll be speaking in Berndeutsch and maybe some English. I don't know. You'll surprise we'll the crowd. Well, anyway, I think we're going to do something that uh, has had many different titles, and it's not sure, but I, I call it Edda's Dance. It's, uh, it's in the style of the way Edda Baker's music was and the way it affected me. So this is basically for Edda. What a wonderful way to close out this program. Thanks again, Val. Thank you, Mark.
for being my very special guest here. This is the end of the Blue Zeppelin. I'll be away in a couple of weeks, and the very able Yashko Kuzminich, the host of Jazz Time Continuum, will be here sitting in, so stay tuned. This is Radio Raba Burn Cultural Radio. Slušate Radio Rabe na frekvenciji.